It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Used to be when you watched game shows at home before social media, you'd maybe yell at the screen like, oh, you idiot, and it would end there. But now in the age of social media, if somebody fails on a game show, you can find that person on Twitter and tweet at the person and tell them they're dumb. Or people will record it on their screen and comment like, aren't these people dumb? And then they hear about it for the whole week. Thing happened on the Wheel of Fortune where, man, the people sure seemed dumb it took them nine spins to answer a phrase that was pretty much already solved already so most of the most of the letters were in a feather in your cap it was the last word cap they only had the a and then they got the p contestant laura had three tries everybody else failed or got a bad spin and it came around to her three times she couldn't get a feather in your cap i'll solve okay another feather in your hat I'll solve. Okay. Another feather in your lap. (laughs) I will solve. Okay. Another feather in your map. (laughs) (laughs) She's running out of letters at this point. She got three tries, Um, and then I think it was uh, Thomas, I think was his name. Another feather in your cap. Yeah, there you go. Finally nailed it. So Pat Sajak took to Twitter and said, hey, dude, these guys are under pressure. Somebody guessed another feather in your hat, and that kind of threw them off. Oh, poor Laura. Oh, man, it's so embarrassing. But Pat Sajak's maybe right. These people have probably suffered enough. Yeah, we got to listen to Pat Sajak and his pumpkin head. Stop making fun of people on Twitter. Yes. Godrich Legion made a big announcement, something that they haven't been able to do during this whole pandemic, but it's coming back. We're coming out of the woods, son. You can finally dance again at the Legion. Dancing is back at the Legion. They made a special (laughs) post saying, dancing is back. Yes, you read that right. Dancing is back. You must wear a mask, of course, still. What, were we in Footloose during this pandemic? There was no dancing? We pretty much were. Been a sad time. But you got, you got to wear a mask while you're dancing at the Legion. You still got to be safe. If you're going to dance at the Legion, just do some stretches. Mm-hmm. Stretch your lats. You don't want to pull anything. It's been a while since you danced. Love a dumb criminal. This happened near Fordwich on the Harrison Road. There was a rollover crash. First responders were called, but there was no driver in the crash. No driver in the vehicle. Well, was it a stolen car? Why why would you leave the vehicle? Turns out it was a stolen vehicle, and the person ran away from the scene of the crash. Now, the problem with doing that in Huron County is, number one, it's in Canada, so it's winter. And number two, the police know well enough to follow the footprints in the snow. Oh, you might be running three kilometers before you find a tree to hide behind. That's the other thing, too, right? You crash in the country (laughs) in Huron County. There's no town nearby to run to. So so not only can the police just follow your footprints, you got nowhere to go. Yeah, you might as well stay at the scene. You might as well stay there and say, hey, I blew it. Yeah, I messed up, man. They're going to find you. So the police tracked the footprints in the snow, found the suspect hiding in a bush. Uh, of course. Of course. It's a, what else is there to hide behind? There's might be a barn a couple of kilometers away. Remember those kids over in Venastra that stole a case of beer? Yeah, and police just followed the footprints yeah. to like a neighboring house. They were sitting there drinking beer in the garage. Oh, boy. <laughs> so if you're going to steal a car and run from the scene, do it in the summer. Don't do it in the winter. Police will find you so easy. Remember way back when the USA was kind of at odds with France a little bit? So they got rid of French fries 
and they changed it to Freedom Fries. Oh, right. To make a statement. Didn't really stick. Well, lately we've been finding this with Russia and Vladimir Putin, right? So LCBOs, for example, have canceled Russian vodka. Everything Russians being canceled, Russian sports, just to make a statement. Hey, we don't agree with what you're doing. Now, I didn't know this, but this is true. In French, Vladimir Putin, in English it's spelled P-U-T-I-N, but in French it's actually spelled like Putin, P-O-U-T-I-N-E. Vladimir Putin. So there's this <laughs> there's this restaurant in Drummondville. It's called Leroy Giuseppe. It's a French restaurant, and they want to change the name of the Poutine because it's spelled it's spelled like Vladimir Putin. Yeah, in French. As a show of protest, they're taking Poutine, the word off the menu. They're still going to serve the whatever they're going to call it, cheesy gravy fries or whatever that is in French. They'll have to come up with a new name for it, I guess. I guess so. Name it after somebody less controversial. Yeah, someone we love, like Terry Fox Fries, who doesn't agree with both of those things. You asked an interesting question, though. So there was that trucker's convoy for a few weeks in Ottawa. Do you think maybe they weren't eating prime rib for a while because it sounded like the prime minister? Could be. Prime minister, prime rib. Nothing with dough in it. So there's this woman. She lives in a retirement home in Vancouver. Her name is one of the oldest names you can think of. It's Merle Millicent Romney O'Hara. Oh, that was my grandmother's name, Merle. Your your grandma's name was Merle? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Merle turns 110 years old this year, born the same year the Titanic sank. Wow. But they talk to staff at the retirement home she stays at. They say uh, Merle still moves like a bat out of hell. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Bats fly. <laughs> but they say she loves eating chocolate eating lots of chocolate all the time according to staff that's the secret that's what you do you got to eat all that chocolate right there's got to be still some chocolate bins out there left over from valentine's day maybe that'll make you live longer get some of those discount chocolates you mail them to merle yeah over in vancouver meantime there's a recent study done that is kind of sexist well, no, it's an actual study, and I mean, it, it could come across as sounding sexist, but I'm, I'm assuming this study would be the same for men and women. But they studied it for women, and the study shows if women do these cliche, old-school woman things, they'll live longer. They studied 5,400 women between the ages of 63 and 97, and this is a real study. Uh, women who performed routine activities like housework, cooking, and gardening <laughs> saw a reduced risk of heart disease. It sounds sexist The now. women who knew their place lived <laughs> no, longer. That's not what they're saying. That's what it sounds like. It does sound that way. It sounds like this uh, study was done by... My your, uncle? Your uncle or a bunch of like 80 plus scientists who never retired. Yeah. And like the way things used to be in the 50s. Yeah, you know women used to live longer when they did the dishes? Oh, God. Oh, man. No, but uh, we were discussing how we like to do the dishes. Yeah, it's really relaxing. I actually enjoy enjoy doing the dishes. I did the dishes last night. (laughs) This is our attempt to not sound sexist. No, it's not. You you know, Matt and I do the dishes sometimes, too. No. We don't always rely on the women in our lives to do the housework. I'm assuming that this study would be the same for men. Men who do dishes, who do cooking, gardening, and all that also have better heart health. I disagree. I think men would die earlier. 
we did that much work. Yeah, it's too much. Because we notoriously complain. That raises our cortisol levels, <laughs> stresses us out, and we die earlier. At a concert Wednesday night, and during the opening act, this older gentleman next to me, I'm guessing he's about 70 years old. Nice enough dude. We were chit-chatting before the show. During the opening act, he's on his phone, which already, come on, buddy, dark theater, we're watching a musical act, get off your phone. Oh. But he's looking at lingerie models on Instagram. What? They're in their underwear, big boobs. He's scrolling these photos on Instagram. He could do that at home. And he's right next to me. So to make it weird, I get my face right next to his, like I'm kind of looking with him. Well, that's not very safe. No, it's not. But we're seated, seated like a foot next to each other. Oh. All these restrictions are lifted at this point. So it's not rude, according to the government. But in general, I find it rude at any concert when people get out their phone. It's so rude. No, it's kind of a thing. You go to a concert and everyone just grabs their phone. Oh, here comes Grandpa Hussey with his concert rant. Uh, oh. oh, everybody pulls out their phones. You got to live in the moment like me. Back when I went to concerts before the age of the cell phone, uh, the, some of the best concert back, experiences. Was this, was this back in the 1900s? Yeah, you were there for the music. You weren't there to video the music on your phone okay, in bad quality. Okay, but people quality. didn't have video cameras readily accessible back then, Matthew. You couldn't do that. Now I can shoot 8K video at a concert. Well, it was illegal to do that back in the day. Technically illegal now. They were telling people to put their phones away. Yeah, but they can't control it now because everyone has one, so everyone just gets them out and they either kick everyone out and there's no crowd. What else upsets you, Grandpa? Do kids use too many curse words? Do things cost too much nowadays? Kids not show respect to elders like they used to back when you were young? What else bothers you, sunshine? But the other thing that you, you said that bothered you was everyone stood up. Yeah, it was a sit-down <laughs> venue, and then that, well, right at the beginning of the concert, everybody stood up, so I had to stand and up. And the fact that you complained about <laughs> this means that you're getting old going to concerts as well. Hey, my back is uh -oh. sore. I had to stand up the whole time because oh. everyone else stood up. And I'd groan every single time I got up. It is annoying because <laughs> you want to sit down sometimes, and everyone stands up. All right, I'm going to get the news ready. Matt and I are going to go have some pudding. There was this New Jersey couple dining out at the Lobster House. They liked to go there to get raw clams. Mm. That sounds gross. So they've ate there thousands of times, apparently. They love going there. This guy puts one of them in his mouth, starts chewing, hits something hard. It was a pearl in the clam. Did you like my impression of eating a pearl? And now Matt's sound effect of a, hold on, hold on, of a New Jersey man <laughs> biting on a pearl and... Sucking up the clam, and then you hit something hard. And now a New Jersey man biting a pearl in the wind. <laughs> and enough with the sound effects. Would you tell the restaurant you got this pearl, or would you wait till you, I would wait till I paid? Uh, yeah, no. If I was sure it was a pearl, I'd pocket it. Yeah. You pay for the meal as you normally would, and then you leave and you dance in the streets. Yeah, apparently it's worth thousands of dollars. Thousands? Yeah. Nicely done. That's a lot of clam meals. Reminds me of when I took my dad to Hooters. What? Ever tell you the story? No. I went to Hooters once for my cousin's birthday, and there was glass in my margarita. Yes, I was drinking margaritas. Only at Hooters. Only at Hooters. Who takes their dad to Hooters? Hold on. So so my dad wasn't here for this event when I, I was at my cousin's birthday. Talked to the manager about the glass and the drink, and manager gave me a gift card for 100 wings at Hooters. Because you had glass in your drink. Because I had glass in my drink. So then I came back to Hooters and I was like, Dad, come, come to Hooters with me. <laughs> so me and my dad and my brother, we had wings at Hooters. It was awesome.
and it's still paid, hmm. that parole could have bought 100 wings. That's right, actually. There you go. Yeah. Towns all across Canada have raised the Ukrainian flag in the town of Godrich. Town of Godrich purchased the Ukrainian flag. They've since raised it at Town Hall. Dildo Newfoundland. They've got that sign. It's like the Hollywood sign, but it says dildo. Of course. But they lit up the dildo sign, and they got noticed by some people in Ukraine. So I guess there was a one grocery store where there was a bunch of people taking refuge in the basement of the grocery store. And this was a Ukrainian woman. Her English is pretty good. Yeah. And she posted a video to social media specifically recognizing Dildo Newfoundland. Well, I just want to say hello to Dildo Newfoundland. We are in a basement in a grocery store and they are bombing right now. Uh, thank you for lighting up the um, buildings with our flag colors. We're staying strong. Wow. Very cool. They're being bombed. And she still took the time to say, hey, thanks to Newfoundland for lighting up their dildo sign. So it's not just all symbolic. People over there recognize, hey, Canada has our back. They care for us. They're thinking about us. So awesome. Yeah, it's being noticed. That's cool. So thanks, dildo. Thanks to all the towns that have erected flags. Sure, we kind of did this bit so we could say the word dildo a bunch of times. But hey, it's still a nice story. Dildo. I get that church bell serve a certain function. Mm-hmm. Or at least they used to. They used to tell the time. Yeah. You know, the ding dong, ding dong, and then you'd hear a certain number of afterwards. People didn't used to have watches back in the day. And that's how you kind of told the time, but you don't really need them anymore, right? And there would be different bells for different reasons. Like if someone died, there would be a sequence of bells. A sad bell, and then... For a wedding, there'd be a still sad but less sad bell. Holiday bells. So this tradition still carries on today. Well, we have it right here in the town of Godrich. The bells go off every hour, every 15 minutes. (laughs) It's terrible. Is it too much? In Italy, there's a town that I guess outright banned the bells. So they had this whole bell thing going on in a little town called Dolina. And the church bells went off apparently for everything. If someone died... They rang a bell. Oh, someone's dead. <laughs> Honey, they must have died. And and then you, you didn't know who died necessarily. There was probably a, a bell spelling out the name of the person that died, perhaps, in the Morris Code. <laughs> Whatever the case, they were overdoing it. Too much of a good thing can backfire to the point where the people in the town started a petition And they not only got the bells banned from ringing, they got the bells confiscated from the tower itself. They hated them so much. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But you said you don't like the bells here in town. No, I'm done with the bells. You don't like the bells? I love it. No. I actually love it. I'll be sitting in my house, and I don't even live all that close to them, so I can hear them from a ways away. It always brings a smile on my face. It's one of those old-timey things that I think is quite sweet. What uh, what other old-timey things would you like to bring back? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Bells are one thing that I think should stay. We need to bring back kids showing respect to their elders. That being said, I've never heard the bells and and waited for the sequence of ringing which told you what time it was i'll look at my phone before i wait for the four bells to ring yes matthew you have a phone you don't have to you know how old-timey what you just said was yeah i'm not gonna wait for the bells to ring to tell the time i'll check my phone well you know who else waited for the bells to ring to tell the time the pioneers in 1812 (laughs) 
They waited for the bell so they could tell what time it was so they could go shear the sheep. I guarantee you, though, if you started some kind of petition to get rid of the bells, they would run you out of town. If you're starting a petition to get rid of the bells, you bring it to 300 Suncoast Drive East in Goderich. Fatty's going to be the first name on that list. We don't need that anymore. I think people find the local bells beloved and you would be run out of town. Good. I'll move to a better town. I'll move to Clinton. So you never did the dating apps, but Tinder, especially when you match with somebody who's super attractive, it's really exciting. You feel kind of flattered, right? It's really, it's like, oh, I don't want to mess up this chance. Uh, There's somebody in Ontario, they just go as James. They don't want to be identified by their last name or where they live because this is kind of an embarrassing story, but they were scammed out of $260,000. Oh my God. Who even has that kind of money? So they're on a dating website. This person, James on a dating website, met a woman, said she could teach him how to make money investing in cryptocurrency. All right. So there's kind of a red flag, but again, this person's really attractive. I don't want to mess this up. Went and got $50,000 and then another $50,000 and then another $30,000 and it all adds up to $260,000. Was this even a girl, you think? I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. It was just somebody posted an attractive picture. And they said they did help him invest and then they ran away with his money. Oh my Whether gosh. it was a man or a woman, I don't know. You don't go to Tinder to invest. <laughs> <laughs> That's rule number one of investing. Do not invest on Tinder. It's not an investment site. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. So as uh, people are returning back to Huron County, I know a lot of people come back in in the summer after university. There might be a lot of Tinder action going on. Uh, just be wary of somebody who is trying to help you invest in crypto on the Tinders. Well, it's a little easier here in Huron County because typically if you go on to Tinder, you recognize everybody. Everybody's your cousin on Tinder here. If there's somebody you don't recognize, they might be a scammer. Premier Doug Ford saying, hey, maybe after the March break, I might remove the mask mandate. I might not. I don't know. What do we do with all these extra masks that we have kicking around? There's some things you can do. Stitch a few together. You put your legs... Through the ear hole parts, you put them up, you make some nice lingerie. Mm. Then you call your sweetheart to the bedroom and say, hey, good looking. You want to come share the same air? It's sexy when it's not on the mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Because we all wear masks still when we make love to our partners, right? Right. Of course. Right. The kids could use the mask for a hamster hammock. Wouldn't that be a nice hammock for a hamster? That would actually kind of work. Guinea pig. Barbie. Maybe a mouse. Use it as a sleep mask. The black ones are good for that. I've that, actually that, done this. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you put it around your ears. Blocks the sun from getting in your eyes. <laughs> it kind of does. These are all good ideas. There's some good uses for them. I was joking, but these are actually good ideas. Slingshot. Be like David and Goliath. Mm. And then when the police come, it's like, I don't have a weapon, officer. I just have this mask. Yeah, you just whip it on your face. It's the perfect crime. Well, everything's kind of relative to where you're at, right? So last week I had a messed up toilet. And so I went to YouTube and found out how to fix my toilet. Five or six videos and tried everything and finally fixed my toilet. Look at you. Meanwhile, over in Ukraine, they have YouTube videos of how to start and operate an abandoned Russian tank. Is that a real YouTube video? It's a real YouTube video. that this, this, this girl, she shows people how to do things like this because some of the Russians have gone running the other direction and you got to know how to start the tank. That becomes your tank. Yeah. It goes from their tank to your tank. There's another video going around of a farmer 
in Ukraine that hooked up an abandoned tank to his tractor. Yes. And he's just towing it back to the farm. Oh, my goodness. That's but, true. Oh, that would be the problem with waging war in the country because you're not finding big John Deere tractors in the city. In the town of Goddard, there's not big tractors driving around in town. You'll see some every once in a while. But otherwise, like, those things are in the country. The tanks are in the country. Farmers can fight the tanks. Yes. Oh, my God. So, I mean, be thankful that you're YouTubing how to fix toilet and not how to start tank. Seriously, though. Best places to hide. Clinton. Yes. Very cool. Our hearts go out to the people in Ukraine and we just want to do everything we can to help them. Those videos are nuts, right? Yeah. Seeing people taking over tanks and stuff. Parts of downtown Ottawa where there were the trucker demonstrations for a little while. There was a lot of... Uh, horn honking going on by a lot of the truck drivers. A lot of that, kind of day and night. There are some residents reporting something very interesting right now. People saying that they hear phantom honking. I guess this is a thing with sounds. You know how you sometimes think you have a phantom limb, but with sounds. That... How many phantom limbs do you have? <laughs> I don't have any. You know how sometimes you have a phantom limb is what you said. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but like people have phantom limbs. Okay. And then they can swear they feel it there. And this is the same with sounds, apparently, according to psychologists. They've been getting calls saying, I'm hearing honking, and that's not even there. So that can happen. But I, I know this feeling because I worked as a cashier once, eight hours a day. You're on that till, and you're hearing this. Hundreds of items. And, and then you leave work, and you go home. You're laying on the couch, and, and you swear you hear the sound. It's like, what's that beeping noise? And it was a phantom sound, I think. I think about that a lot. Cashiers hearing that same yeah. sound all day long. It happens. It's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know you were a cashier. Yeah, I was a cashier until At the I, grocery store? I got fired. Is it a good story? Yeah, it's a pretty good story. So I had a job for couple weeks as a cashier oh, I, that, that's all it lasted well i have a lot of respect for cashiers because that's that's tough work you got to remember all those codes you're on your feet all day and you got those customers watching the screen all the time making sure you're doing everything right well sometimes the customers love it when you do things wrong and this is the problem i had i was a cashier and people would bring up leaks and i would go to them wow these are big green onions so you didn't know what leaks were and to be fair, they do look like very large green onions. I thought they were like big green onions. And if you don't buy produce much, green onions a lot cheaper a than lot leeks. A lot cheaper. So I was ringing in the, the leeks as green onions. <laughs> and the customers weren't telling me because they were getting a deal. And I guess they were losing money on leeks. So the head cashier comes up to me <laughs> with a leek and a green onion. <laughs> Says like, what's the difference between these two things, Matthew? Tell me, boy, what's the difference? <laughs> um, well, one's bigger than the other. No, they're two different vegetables. You idiot. We're moving you to produce. <laughs> they demoted you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a promotion. So I got to go work in the produce section. There you go. And then I learned what leeks were. So it all worked out good. But you said a lot of people have come in before. You've had customers before that came in and complained that your rhubarb was bad. Oh, yeah. They bought Swiss chard and made a rhubarb pie out of it. Swiss chard and rhubarb, <laughs> they're both like green leafy <laughs> with a red stem. And I had this Karen come in once just, oh, just going off about how bad the rhubarb tastes. And then I said, where did you get this product? And she pointed over at where the Swiss chard was. Of course, it tasted bad. 
Swiss chard pie? Never heard of such a thing. Ooh, that would taste brutal. It'd be disgusting. <laughs> Did she serve it to people? I hope not. <laughs> Either way, just do some research on which vegetables you're buying. Oscar-winning actor Jamie Foxx was recently on a podcast, and he started talking about Wasaga Beach. So <laughs> I guess he was filming a movie or a TV show or something in Toronto. He was dating this girl from Los Angeles, and he wanted to bring her up. And he said, hey, there's cool beaches here. I've heard about this beach, Wasaga Beach. Yeah, I'll fly you up. It's just like California, he says. It's a really long beach. And evidently, she wasn't impressed, and she ended their relationship. Yeah. She said, oh, this doesn't look like Malibu. Do you think it would have been more impressive if instead of going to Georgian Bay, he came to Lake Huron? Do you think it would have been more impressive if he came to, like, Bayfield? Yeah, maybe. We have better sunsets, right? Yeah, maybe that would have gotten her, right? That might have been the thing. That's Georgian why, Bay sunsets, mm-mm. That's why I always see guys and girls, you know, bringing their significant others to the beach in Godrich, strolling along the boardwalk and sitting out on the rocks, making out sometimes, you know, it's it's a special place. Dude, you got creepy with it. It is creepy. It's not that I'm watching people make out. but it's, you, That's what it sounds you like. You can't help but notice sometimes they got a blanket out there on the rocks. You know how you're looking in people's yeah. windows and sometimes you know? they're doing adult things in the privacy of their own home? You know how sometimes and then you get your uh, camera out and take pictures? Grand Bend is kind of the Lake Huron Wasaga Beach. Wasaga Beach is a little on the touristy side. Grand Bend kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, a little more touristy. You get, he you, should have brought her to Grand Bend, stepping over all the broken beer glass. Oh, yeah, Aww. so romantic. Saw the story out of the city of Barrie. They got a 100% score on their drinking water quality from the Ministry of the Environment. Wow, good for them. I think ours is about that level, too. So the last one, I believe, that was recorded for the town of Goderich was in 2012. Same thing, 100%. And I've always heard that... Fresh water is going to be a scarce resource in like 60, 70 years. Could be one of those things they fight wars over. So if you have some of that good Godrich tap water, that's like the uncut Colombian stuff that Ooh. you can like sell on the black market that's, later on. That's the good stuff. But oh. then you got to sell that good Godrich tap water and you got to come up with a cool street name for it. Like you got any of the drink? Something yeah, like that? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, give me four ounces of clear. Got any of the H? I want some of that good rain. <laughs> H. <laughs> like got, H2O? You got some of that moist? Oh, yeah. Give me. <laughs> hey, man, I need four liters of flood. Uh, give me some of that agua. I need some tap, bro. Got any perspiration on you? I could really use some. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.